0: Okay, welcome to another episode of FTU Life After the Military. I'm your host, Tony Rodriguez, and I'm joined today by my good friend, a uh, true leader, and somebody I respect dearly, um, Stacy Gerber, a retired colonel uh, out of the military. Um, I, just before we start, I just want everybody to know um, we served together in Iraq. And she was put in a very difficult position. You were Signal Corps, right? Yes. <laughs> Signal Corps in charge of a field artillery unit and then told, hey, you're going to be in charge of civil, civil military operations with the PRT and the State Department people. And by the way, you're going to work with these knuckleheads over here, two SF teams, the C 18 two PSYOP teams. And then you have an MP uh, platoon over here as well. Yeah. And she did it with a great deal of humility. And that is one of the first times in my military career that I saw true leadership. And so with that, I want to pass it on over to you.
1: Thanks, Tony. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, that was a unique experience, but I would not trade it for the world because um, in the environment we were in, I couldn't have asked for a better group of folks um, transitioning from the Polish and having the Romanians there. And then the Georgia brigade. Um, I was very thankful that our mighty FOB Delta had the U S service members to keep us grounded. Um, and I learned a lot. I, I really did. The PRT was, was quite unique. Um, but, again, I think the 15 months we spent there, they were wonderful, frustrating, stressful, joyful. You, you know, we we I found a tribe there, and, and I'm thankful for that. And, yes, I have been in the Army for, well, I had been for nearly 30 years. I enlisted first, um, went to school on the GI Bill. And then I got commissioned, and then 27 years later, I retired. Um, And it's funny because I think of the reasons why, and I know you've mentioned in a couple of your podcasts how tired we are and how worn out and trying to find that energy and take time to relax. Um, And I think we forget that because we do, those who serve and really – care about what they're doing. It's, it's amazing what people go through. Um, my transition was nothing that I thought it would be. I planned on retiring, retiring, and just hanging out. Um, and then in my spare time, I took on too many projects in the house. Um, never really finished cleaning out my military gear. Um, I still have it. And ironically, I'm... I think I'm going to give it to an Air Force cadet because, and it was so sweet. She said, do you have the uniforms we wear now? (laughs) He said, yes, I do. I thought that was really cute, but I have brand new uniforms, everything. Um, Let's see. So I also joined a historical museum society as the outreach director. But I realized after six months of doing that, I had too much going on at home. Hey, sorry. And um, mm-hmm. Olivia was a palms dance per- girl, young lady in, on her high school team, and then Lindsay soccer, and Lloyd going back to work and everything. So I left that, and then I started helping out with um, a friend who is designing this entire veteran transition website, and she wants it to be better than LinkedIn, And she doesn't really care for LinkedIn. Um, And then that kind of dropped off because she's revamping the website. So we'll see what happens. But then I went back to work. Um, I was a cafeteria monitor for uh, middle school just to get me out of the house two hours a day. And then I found another job. I'm a secretary for the maintenance guys um, for our school district, both building um, grounds. And then we just got a new executive director of operations. So I, I'm serving as part-time secretary for him too. So that's kind of it. Um, I did not do any job fairs. I, and, and I, I laugh because I struggled about, do I set up an LLC? Do I set up a, um, a consulting firm? Um, and I got some advice, but I never really knew how to plow through it. So when you were mentioning the state website, um, and finding ways to, um, establish your own LLC, et cetera, I need to go back and hear that podcast again and, um, and write down more information again, walking the dogs, listening to your podcast. I I didn't have a pen and paper. Um, I also liked the podcast and I think it was the same guy, Tony, um, where he was talking about maneuvering through the VA. And I find that is probably one of my challenges. My primary doctor is now with the VA. Um, I, I'm very thankful that my disability rating is where it is, um, but I'm trying to figure out how do I get in when I'm sick instead of going to urgent care. I'll figure that out one day, or maybe I'll just stumble upon it. Um, trying to think of a few other things. Go ahead. Cause I've been jabber, John.
0: Oh, yeah. No, no. So I'm not sure. So, um, you know, I was enlisted mm-hmm. as you know, but our listeners might not. Um, so when officers get out, are you not allowed to um, get the TRICARE for life?
1: We do. And I do have TRICARE for life. Um,
0: okay. I know the systems aren't connected I know. to VA It's TRICARE. getting
1: better, though. Like my VA doctor can look up my TRICARE. So I have a primary care manager at the Air Force Academy. My husband was booted out to the civilian sector, but I actually think it's better. He's cared for under the UC Health I have been down to Fort Carson, but it's a good 40-minute drive. Um, so at the Air Force Academy, they transition a lot of PAs, you know, pretty quickly. They're there for a short time. And then I'm, I'm still with TRICARE for the girls and for Lloyd. Um, and myself, we've been debating because he's going to go back in. They found some medical stuff, so he's going to go back into the VA and see if he could um, add that to his disabilities because they are um, – service-related. But um, I'm trying to figure out what happens when the girls hit that point where it's no longer conducive to have TRICARE insurance. Um, But even getting in with a doctor at TRICARE is hard. We just don't have the support facilities in the area that we live. So urgent care becomes the...
0: Yeah. Right. So... So my, my uh, new job that I have, they have um, medical yeah. there. And so I signed on for that and they were asking me, well, why you, you have TRICARE? It's like, yes, yeah. but my daughter is covered under this medical plan until she's 27. Yeah. Whereas TRICARE, I have to go get a letter from the university yeah. stating that she's still in school and then it'll only cover her till she's about 22. I think
1: they can go to 25 or 26, though. A young lady was telling me that, and I I need to go get a new ID anyhow, and I will follow up on that. But yes, and
0: you can you can you can get a Tricare for a young adults. Yeah, I heard
1: that's really expensive and not sure. worth it.
0: Yeah, that's true. So that's why I signed up for this uh, medical uh, through my employer because they're like, well, now you're going to have three medical systems. It's like, who cares. Realistic, realistically, I should have been re- medically retired two right. years ago. That's exactly what my what my uh, PA told me. It's like you you have the shoulders of an eighty year old man. Like you, I don't know how you made it this far. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sure, I'll, I'll take all three of them. That's that's fine yep. by me.
1: I agree with you. I think that's actually brilliant. I didn't take the medical care with the school district because it was just I'm fine. You know what I mean? I, I don't, and the girls don't need it. And it's a little more costly. But if I didn't have TRICARE and I didn't have the VA, I, I would have because it is a good plan. Um, And they have a retirement plan too. And once you hit five years, not sure if I'll make five years, I'll have that <laughs> retirement plan vested. If not, I'm just going to move the money out to the to an IRA. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, for me, it was more about getting back, doing something, um, instead of, I think one of the things I told you when we caught up recently is I remember six months into being here in Colorado, it was January and Lloyd said, Hey, Game of Thrones last season starts in March. Can you try and catch up? And I had never seen <laughs> any of the seasons, so I did. I did January, February. <laughs> I caught up on everything. So that that was a goal that met, but it was <laughs> wasn't quite purposeful. Um, so yeah, going back to work, I think helped me streamline life. And I think it's because we work always and for years. How do, you, how do you manage? Like you've told me you have a lot of time on your hands. And I keep thinking, okay, we're not empty nesters yet. So I know that time is coming. One child moved out. She's at school. The second one's a junior. And we'll, I know it's coming. I can start seeing it because the oldest being out is, you know, it's changing the, how much food we buy how much we cook for dinner. Yep. It's those little things and and that's definitely a learning curve.
0: We haven't cooked dinner in 2 years. Really? Because yeah. my daughter's not here, so Yeah. why are we cooking? That's true. So I go to the grocery store and it's like I- what am I buying? <laughs> <laughs> It's like just coffee, so I have something to drink in the morning. That
1: little fix of caffeine. Yeah, Yeah, that's interesting, though. And I was thinking about that too, because I know my husband and I, we can go out, grab something to eat, and then come back.
0: I found that my dinners have become very European, (laughs) they're like cheese and crackers and. Little slices of deli meat, and that's oh about it.
1: So the other thing I was slammed with, and this is this is kind of weird. I um I got, I had COVID, the first strand of it, in what what is this twenty twenty two, so November, and I know when we caught it, we caught it right before Thanksgiving, and um, I was the first one to to come down with COVID and then my daughters and then Lloyd was last. And what's weird is I still don't have my smell back. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, what can I do? I really, like, I can't smell if there's a fire. I've told people, you need to come tell me if there's a fire. I can't smell it. I can smell some things, but it's a whole new smell. Um, Like the other day I went, can somebody come downstairs and help me figure out where this chemical smell is coming from? And my daughter's like, mom, you didn't turn off the gas oven. I was like, yeah, you didn't hit a cancel oven, you know, but I couldn't figure out what it was. And I I remember canceling, pressing the cancel button. So I didn't think it was the oven, but it's starting to come back, but I'm trying to figure that out. What's also happened though is um, apparently I've developed (laughs) high blood pressure. Um, So I am on medication for that. And and it's weird because I didn't, I, I didn't want to be on that. And I asked the doctor if I could come off eventually, and she said no, likely not. She said, but we'll see. And then the other, but before that, I also found out, you know, the thyroid does what it wants. So I I started taking thyroid meds too. And I'm just sitting here thinking, man, here here's the start of all the medication at such a young age. But the good news is. I eat better now. Like I prefer salads over burgers. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I do. I prefer a salad over burgers. I want, I do the low sodium Turkey. You know, I don't eat a lot of cheese. I, so it's, it's just interesting. Have,
0: do you think you eat better or worse? So. Yeah. In 2020, when COVID hit, uh, uh, they sent me out to uh, Hawaii, right? Okay. To working the tea sock out there, and one day I'm sitting there, <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? And they had these ridiculous chairs where you'd lean back and you're almost lying down, right? And I'm like, what? What's catching my top? And it's like nothing was catching my top. It's I had <laughs> just put on ten pounds from not being able to yeah. exercise because of COVID, right? and just eating crap because there was. This, The apartment where I was staying, there was this one little bakery right by the uh, by the supermarket, and they sell these uh, cream puffs, right? And I was out there by myself, so go to the grocery market, uh, grocery store, get something to eat, come out like, yeah, give me three cream puffs, and I (laughs) down three cream puffs a day. I'm
1: with you because I think comfort (laughs) food was it for COVID. I think that's how we all survived.
0: (laughs) And so. After that day, I realized, hey, I gotta lose some weight, so I started just eating better. I started eating salads, and then for dinner, I'd have like a, yep. a fish fillet and then maybe some black beans and so now i I don't eat as many salads, but I'm eating yep. more like just protein and not as yeah, many I'm carbs. with you, I think
1: it I think it hits as we get around this age it's um It's like, okay, I'll behave
0: now. <laughs> You know, I like to cheat every once in a while, but I'm not, you know, there was at one point where I was, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, those Klondike sandwiches, you know, they're uh, on the weekends. Yeah. Hawaii was shut down. You couldn't do anything. So I'd have my coffee and for breakfast, I'd get that Klondike (laughs) bar and I'd dip it in my coffee and I'd eat (laughs) two of those. It's like, what am I doing here?
1: That's funny. (laughs) See, now even I don't really care for chocolate like I used to. Like, I'll get a piece of chocolate, and I'm like, it's going to taste good this time. <laughs> and then it's, all right, let me throw the rest away. It's just not doing it for me. <laughs> let me go get a piece of fruit now. It's it's kind of weird. The things that we've seen over the past couple of years, though. And as we, we completely um, <laughs> went into this full circle of crazy life, yeah. I think I think COVID reset yeah. us in so many ways, though. Because I feel as if, I know, like, when we were in the military, we we would do what we needed to do and had to do. And you did it, I mean, you might gripe about it, but you just, you put on your big boy pants and you went out the door and you did what you needed to do. And now I'm finding that, if if I don't care for something, I address it. And if nothing changes, then I make the change. You know, it's okay. Um, and I, I wonder if that's part of COVID, but also part of us learning. Sometimes you just can't fix <laughs> what's wrong with the... <laughs> With whatever person you're trying to work with, I guess I'm trying to say, and we don't have to take orders anymore you know it's it's um I don't know it's a it's a nice awakening for us, I think
0: so on earlier podcasts that I haven't uh uploaded yet. I was describing a situation where this young man was looking for a place on post, right. Where I work, I came outside to get some fresh air. Yeah. I, I don't think he okay. was in the military cause he was obese. He wasn't in an uniform and he had right. a beard. So he might've been at one point. Right. Um, so he asked me, Hey, do you know what this place is? It's like, no, I'm sorry. I don't. And so I asked him because you are trying to be a nice person. Well, who are you looking for? You know, I might be able to, I might know who it is. And he got upset. It's like, well, I'm looking for this place. It's like, okay, well, have a good day. And I turned around and walked inside because yeah, I don't have to put up with that nonsense. I don't have to get upset. I don't have to go over there and yell at you because I'm a right. master sergeant or any like. And the sad thing was, I knew where the the facility was. I just didn't know if they had moved it. He was comp- on oh, the wrong side okay. of post, like completely on the wrong side of post. And if he just would have been a little nicer, <laughs> I would have told him, like, you need to go down here. Oh, well, yeah. I think you missed your job interview, buddy. Don't know what to tell you. And so for everybody who's listening out there. Yeah. Humility, you might want to try to be nice or if you can't be nice then just do like your parents used to tell you. Just yeah. be quiet. Don't say anything. If you if you don't have anything nice to say, don't yeah, say anything. Yeah. And
1: I, I now that is a negative that I think we've experienced. I know um, when it comes to politics, it's been rough for a few years. <laughs> it's been rough. Um, and we definitely say what we want, whether it's good or bad sometimes. So... I wish we could teach them consideration of others. Do you remember consideration of other training?
0: Yeah. I do. But what, so you, you heard my friend Drew's uh, um, podcast episode and we've had this discussion. I think part of it too is because we do a lot of things over zoom and because if you tell me something to my face, there's a good chance, not now, but before I'm going to punch you in the face. And let's see if you still have that opinion. you probably not. Uh, so I think there's just no, a lot of... No, no, no. I guess... Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, zo- Zoom yes. courage. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Sorry, my dog's chewing a roll of scotch tape. Dumb dog. She's crazy. No, I agree with you. And I also think Zoom was so... It was wasted time. I remember seeing the girls on camera Going attending to their classes and then as soon as they could get off Zoom, <laughs> they went and did their workout, did their homework or whatever um, so for them it was a good experience but I think for the majority of workers it became a waste of time
0: Yeah um, the military I think was the worst because at the beginning of that nonsense, it, how to be secure. It's like, well, how do you go secure yeah. if people don't have a government computer? And then it's like, well, download this on your phone. It's like, well, you can't force yep. somebody to download an app on their phone. It's like, well, right. I'm giving you an order. Right. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's their, it's it's their phone. Exactly. They give and them a phone. Then.
1: Well, we, like I'm in, but I'm sure that no one saw that coming. No one no one
0: yeah no.
1: I think we learned a lot though I think they learned that people can work from home sometimes you know and sometimes are more productive other times not but
0: so for me like looking for a job I had to make sure that I found a job where I could go into work because I was not going to be able to sit home I, I hear a lot of people saying that they, that's what they're looking for Is yeah. for when they get out of the military they want to transition to just working from home I don't I think agree, they really know because I can't asking.
1: work from home either
0: um, now there was a couple of jobs where they wanted me to work from home and yeah. we were coming to this agreement where I could go in a few days out of, out of the week because it was like yeah. I'm, I'm not going to sit home it's, it's just too much it's like You're going you to find other things home, to I'm do. Work. You, I mean,
1: that's just do every, human yeah. reaction.
0: Price is right is on. <laughs> I'm <gonna watch> that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and some people are dedicated. I don't know how they do that. I do but, get sidetracked.
0: Now, granted, I I totally understand what they're saying that you know you go to work. Um, do you really go to work for eight hours? Am I working for eight hours? No. Not at all. But just for me, just being able to get yes. out of the house is what I need. I'm
1: hearing something. Um, I, I applaud those who can work from home. I applaud that they can stay focused. I applaud that they're very comfortable doing it. Um, I get too sidetracked it's oh let me go check on this I'll spend five minutes and then it's an hour later you know um, and I think that's why I went back to work too is to get out of the house and and uh, and be able to focus at work and not be sidetracked from other... Distractors like I am now looking for the dogs.
0: So, I don't know about you, but so for me, you know, for all the applications that I filled out, you know, it asked if I was a veteran. I said yes. Then it would ask if I had a disability. And I said yes, you know, and, you know, by law, they're not allowed to discriminate or even ask me about that disability. Um, But at work, I let them know, like, hey, you know, I've had five concussions in my career. So sometimes when I'm teaching, I'm not nervous. Every once in a while, the words just come out mixed up. So I put put that out to the students. It's like, hey, if I say something and it makes absolutely no sense, raise your hand. And my employer's been really good about that. He's like, yeah, don't worry about that. Like, you know, we're, I'm still working on posts. So he was prior service. He's like, yeah. And I applaud that because
1: some employers don't, don't see things that way. I know. um, I was not asked if I was disabled. Um, And, I learned, I I will tell you, SFL TAP. Now, this was for senior folks um, to attend at Joint Base Lewis-McChord. I think that program was one of the best programs I've attended. I learned how to write resumes. I learned how to make the words work. And, 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 take the military speak and turn it into civilian speak um and i enjoy writing resumes like i actually thought about make like being a resume person for people especially those transitioning Um, i haven't done that yet though but I remember when I finally sat down, I have a really good, I have two, well, three supervisors now, but two who are just phenomenal people. Um, and I couldn't ask for better people, but I was embarrassed to tell them about short-term memory issues. And and I, I finally spit it out one day. I just said, I know I've made a, m- a few mistakes and I know I've forgotten some things and um I'm I'm writing down what I need to do every day again. Because that that was my survival technique and I had kind of pushed it to the wayside because I felt comfortable. Um and they were understanding and and it was pretty much hey don't worry about it we forget stuff too. Um but that I think that's probably my biggest frustration that I have is is the short-term memory. I don't know if if other organizations would be as forgiving,
0: well, I don't think they can really I know hold I it wonder, against you. Yeah. Um, you know, I know, like I know, like an SFL tap um, for me anyway. Here at Fort Bride, they said, you know, there are going to be some companies that yeah. you know might not want to hire you because you're a veteran. It's like. Yeah, I, I understand that. But that's that's also saying like, hey, maybe they don't want to hire me yeah. because I'm I Latino, right? <laughs> well, how can I prove that? that like, that's, I, you know, I don't want to focus on that because I can't prove that. And even if they don't want to want me there because I'm a veteran or I'm Latino, yeah. then good, it's better to get it out now. So I don't work there and I'm in a hostile environment. Um, but it's good that like, you're saying that you had a good experience with SFL Tap because, like I said, I was a knucklehead and I'm, look, just sign my papers so I can right. be on my way because I don't need your help. I got it. Um, because I like Google. It does. Google it, has the answers.
1: I think my thing was the position that I was still in. Um, I, I just didn't really have the time to focus and I didn't make it. <laughs> And when I went, it was kind of, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to go back to work and blah, blah, blah. I know I want to take some time off. I was, like you've, you've mentioned, I, I was a little burnt out. Um, what I there The two positive things, one was resume writing. And I really <laughs> learned a lot from that. But the other one was um, for the disability, that's where I found the guy who processed my paperwork. For the VA and he did a wonderful job and I tried to get others who were retiring after me to use him, but he had gone to work for a construction company and it's too bad because he knew what he was doing and he knew how to present that, um, for the VA. Um,
0: So just so everyone is aware, each post has a VSO. Um, so they're supposed to have about three or four, but because they pay so little, they usually only have one person and that person usually only sticks around for about six months until they find another job and then they move on. But what I found is if you just, if you, uh, are eligible, you can go join like the VFW and they'll have somebody there that can help you or they can point you in the right direction. It doesn't have to be just a person there at, at your installation, And the big ticket is when you're getting out, you want to make sure you have your claim in 90 days before your at, not your terminal leave date, but your actual out date. Um, Because if not, then you go back with everybody else who's trying to, every other veteran who's ever served. Before that 90 days, you have priority. And what I also learned was put down, even if it's not a new medical record... Put it down. Yes. Because zero rating is still a rating. So I, I had uh, yep, I had never gone to be seen for my ankles or my right knee. And like, how long have you been on jump status? Well, I've been in twenty-two years, so twenty-one is like, yeah, you're putting your ankles and your knees. Yeah. You and if, of, it course, may not of course. Of course, you have problems. not now,
1: but it will later.
0: And so, for the people here at Fort Bragg, the, the nice lady who gives the VA uh, briefing, she's very intense. Um, she's going to tell you, don't really? go to sit call in your last year because what what's the, what's the point? Because that's not how the VA works. Your health is your priority. If you want to go to sit call, go to sit call. She's not a doctor, and even if she was, don't care. I'm going to sit call. You're gonna see me. When I went, I went in for my back and I my last year, right? I was going in for everything, my shoulders, my back. The PA who saw me for my back said, Uh, you're in here for back pain. Well, what do you want me to do? And then her follow her follow up statement was I played tuba in college. My back hurts. Yeah. You big don't see me difference. complaining. So her nurse, the nurse that was in there said, your face looked like it just autom- instantly just turned bright red. And I can see the veins popping out on your neck and your forehead. And that's when I went to go that get my supervisor. That was a slap in your face, you though, the way the she face. reacted.
1: You can't compare. That was apples to grapes, you know?
0: Well, and that's fine. If that's your attitude, that's fine. But as, uh, you know, exactly. in the medical profession, how about you do your job? Yeah, and don't and judge because you, do you have a examination
1: in somebody's shoes.
0: So for everybody's list that's listening, you're going to be told crazy stuff by a lot of different people. Your priority is to take care of yourself in that last year and then even when you're out. Yeah, the other of thing,
1: even though... I'm hoping this reaches, your podcast reach a wider base too, even if they're 10 years out. I, I would offer get in there as early as possible because your injuries are going to repeat pain and it's going to bring pain back to you again and again. And I think it just solidifies the medical record um, because I... I don't know, maybe going in the last two years or three years may or may not work, um, especially I, I think some of the things that we did in the military definitely had a negative impact on our body, our joints, our backs, our lower backs, our shoulders, like you're saying. It's... um and i think if if people can if if you're serving and you can start young by documenting your medical conditions i think it benefits you more and if if somebody questions that i would offer let them reach out to me give them my contact info cuz i will share a few differences and one is with my my spouse he he doesn't have the same rating and he should. Um, but he also retired at a different time than I did. So um, I, I think that's one of the things that I would share. Start early, make sure it's documented and then reaching out. I forgot about the VSO and yes, there are some really great VSOs out there. Um, and if, if you're not happy with who you're working with, then get someone else. Find that right person. Because it's about you.
0: Yeah. So for me, uh, yeah. you know, I've got the rating. Everybody's asking me, well, what, what rating did you get? What rating yeah. did you get? It's like, you know, that's awesome. The, the rating is great. But what I would really prefer is not to be in pain every second of every day. Nope. And there's no pill, there's no shot that's going to take that pain away. I know. So it doesn't matter if they give me a thousand percent rating. I still have that. Um, So, yeah, definitely. If go earlier, because I was told, well, if you would have come in earlier, you wouldn't need both of your shoulders replaced. It's like your back.
1: Right. Your back right. is done. You jump out there of There really isn't There's nothing we mean, can do for that. Even right. surgery isn't gonna fix the problem.
0: But you know, but if I would have just gone in, maybe it would have been minor surgery, not I know complete <laughs> replacement of the joints, which is <laughs> I was asked
1: about getting a knee replacement because my left knee just shred one day when I was stepping off a curb. And they went in, cleaned up. But I remember the surgeon asking, you know, well, how many more years do you want to stay? And I said, I really don't need a knee replacement right now. It wasn't the right time. It just, it was not the right time. And, uh, And, but I said, but if you think I do, and then I said, what are the repercussions? How long do you think that knee will last? he said, maybe 15, 20 years. And I was like, so I'd have to do this like 60 to 70 ish. And he said, yeah. And I said, okay, we're just going (laughs) to wait. It's, it's amazing. But I agree with you. I wish, I wish the pain would go away. And yes, medication, it doesn't. um, I do believe in the mobility. Keep moving. And and I think that does help. I do. I do.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it, it does. It's like I've said it multiple times. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I've never been a very thin fellow. Right. But, you know, um, yeah. if I put on yeah. 50 pounds, that's just going to make my life that much yeah. harder. Um, so, you know, if I wanted to, I could just sit here and eat a dozen donuts every day, but uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, your body probably, will have something. Probably not the way to go. Your joints. Um, one of the other aspects on your co- podcast that I really like hearing about is finding your own path and who you are, because this is your opportunity to do what you want and not do what you don't want. Um, Because I do believe there's so many jobs out there, whether it's volunteering or or pay being paid for um, you we, there's so many opportunities that people can go for, and you can wait for the right job and you can leave a job and go to a new one without it, it's not the commitment that we had with the military it's you know it's, it's leave on a good note and good graces, but it's okay to, if it's not fitting, then find what does fit you. Um, Because I think job satisfaction and work environment is critical too. And it's okay to want that. I mean, look at everything that military service members are thrown into.
0: Um, So the job I'm at now um the day they reached out for an interview that same day I had verbally accepted another position right but I figured I'd go to this interview right. anyway just to see cuz it was here on post and it was a lot closer and then uh you know I interviewed and I told them like hey you know I have these other offers and they said well it was a Friday. It's like, just give us till Monday at noon and then we'll let you know if we're going to offer you the job. And so sure enough, noon, exactly at noon I got that email. It's like, we would, we're offering you the, this position. And I yeah. felt guilty because I had already verbally committed to the other position. And so I talked to Drew, uh, my friend, and I talked to my sister and they put it to be um, the way I needed to hear it. It's like, you don't Owe that other place, yeah. anything you let them know that you're not going to go be respectful to them, but you're not, in, you didn't, you're not enlisting yep. in the military again. You're not swearing an oath. Yes. They seem very nice to you because they need somebody for that position. If they would have, if somebody better came along, they'd have no problem saying, Hey, you know what? We're going to reject yes. that offer and we're going to give it to this person instead. And that's perfectly fine. So I had to get that in my head. I don't owe this place anything. Yes, they. I wanted to work there, but this place fits me better. And by the way, yeah, that's a little bit of a bonus, right? More money.
1: <laughs> You're like, okay, maybe I don't have to work as long as <laughs> I initially planned. <laughs> yes, yeah, so
0: it's mm-hmm. like I'm... They're paying yeah. me more. I'm working less and I'm not driving as far. It's like, why? Oh, and plus oh, see, I get to practice awesome. my French you every day with the, the French instructors who's there. <laughs> now she tells me it's like your your French is atrocious.
1: <laughs> that's but funny. it's better than non-existent. Oh, that's funny. That is too
0: funny. So yeah, I just want everybody to know that, you know, we get in that mindset that you know we give some place our word. Yes, we do, but unless you actually sign something, it you you can back out of it. Just be respectful of that place. Um, do what you want to do. And that is a very key point. And, your and also
1: yourself, though. Yeah, well, you said that you and your family, but it it really is because. Um, I know I had, (laughs) I had applied for a seasonal job at a retail store and I didn't make it when they posted the Thanksgiving week schedule. (laughs) And then I learned Colorado was an at-will state. So I went in, gave a letter of resignation before I really even started. And then the manager talked to me and then I told her my concerns and then she went back and talked to the HR lady and she said, no, this is where she's working. And I just looked at the store manager and she didn't ask her if, if we could move me. You want her two days? That's it. That's all I needed. I didn't need to spend six days doing this one thing. And the HR lady was like, no, that's where she is. And when the manager just, let it go, I knew who was running the show. And I just, I realized I didn't want to be there. So I came home, updated yeah. my letter of resignation. <laughs> and then I brought a bag, but they were in a meeting. And then I slid it under the door because I was not waiting. Um, I felt bad for a minute. But after that, I knew it was the right thing. Because you got to do what's right for you and make sure you know what you're getting into. And there is no commitment. Just because you said yes, and just because you went through onboarding, we don't owe that to anyone.
0: Yeah. No, now my boss, he's great. So, you know, I would, if something yeah. better came along, I might consider yes. it. I might even take it, but at, at yeah. least I'm not going to leave him hanging I because agree. he's so great. Yeah. And if it was some, yep. somebody that I just met,
1: yep. And if the employees you later, are not trained and you're putting them in positions that they shouldn't be in without additional training, then why it's, yeah.
0: So the position I'm in, like they're redoing the office where I'm going into, right, the new office. Right now I'm just in a temporary office and uh, so they have to move some bookshelves and the other person that's going to be in that office, because it's it's huge. So they're splitting it in half, right? Making like two offices. And so she comes over to me and she's like, hey, uh, so the bookshelves need to be moved. So uh, when are you going to do that? (laughs) And uh, my boss came in and said, whoa, 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 he's not moving anything. (laughs) I was like, he's not manual labor.
1: What what, what, do you think this is? That is awesome, because he was watching out for you. I thought
0: that was awesome, because she's like... He's like, we, Yeah. he's like, yeah. first of all, he's told us multiple times that like he has shoulder problems and back problems. Secondly, uh, yeah. we have somebody who's hired that that's their job. His job is to instruct. It's like, and third, and this is the most important is like, if you want something to come know. to me, I don't know. come to him.
1: <laughs> that poor lady was probably <laughs> thinking, oh my <laughs> word, I didn't mean to upset anyone. Yeah.
0: No, she's very nice. She's very nice, and she's very proactive. Uh, uh, I, I think she's great. It's just, you know, I, I don't know if she's just being, you know, right. Use whatever metaphor right. you want to use—taking the bull by the horns or whatever. He just
1: right. He's just and looking out for all of his thing. employees, not just can't me, but that all that us. for right. having a boss. You really can't.
0: I know. So we're going on forty-five minutes, and I don't want to. I know they're you know, probably like,
1: "What the heck did she go down the? I'm gonna zone that. out
0: if we go on much longer. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's okay because I, I did an episode with my brother-in-law. He <laughs> clocked in at a minute, an hour, and seven minutes. So. So we'll see if uh, if that one gets uploaded. It, I know it will, but I don't right, know how many people right are going to make it all the much. way through the podcast. We can do
1: this again. It's just nice catching up with my old tribe. <laughs> you know. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. just so add some admin notes. I, I really don't edit them, only because I don't want to right. um, give the perception that I'm editing out what people say. Right. I want their words to come out the way they said it. So everybody understands. I'm not trying to manipulate anything. Uh, oh, again, I have promotional T-shirts. So if you're interested in them, please email me at arantonirodriguez98 at gmail.com. They're totally free. Uh, the only caveat is that you have okay, to wear it every to once say in a while because it's Move advertising slowly, for this podcast. You
1: know, some of us old people um, can't write okay
0: <laughs> I'll just text you directly just remember to put your glasses on like I oh, no, that's, didn't do that's, earlier I, and that's why I, I messed up your email address
1: <laughs> I appreciate the time with you I really do um, I think what you're doing is, is honorable it's humbling um, because with you reaching out and having so many different guests on your podcast, I just I know you're reaching more and more people every day. And I think it's important because it is it it's hard to transition sometimes and there's there's a sense of aloneness. And if you don't go back to work on a military installation or with former military people, it can be even um more worrisome. But I what I like about it is all of the different uh, people you invite and the stories that they share. Because it's okay. It's okay to go your own road. And it's okay to do what you want to do and not do what you don't want to. Um, and if you need it for the money, then go for the money. But if you need it for job satisfaction, then do that. And And I think what's great is we now have choices.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, I don't know if I'm getting carried away, but uh, I, I was thinking about uh, getting a, a billboard on the All American hot, uh, Highway. So I have my big face up there and advertise my podcast. Maybe we can raise know how funds that for I'll that because that
1: would be we'll, awesome. We'll see. <laughs> yep.
0: Yep. Well, like I said, I have my business cards and these t shirts, and, um, you know, my episodes come out on LinkedIn. Good. So you see my face every twice a week, every week on there. uh, No, I have too many. Do you have any shout-outs? I have a long
1: list. Um, But I know my peeps from the time at Mighty Fob Delta. (laughs) I wouldn't have traded that time with you guys for anything.
0: Yeah. Ironically... That was my best deployment in the military. Out of 11, that was my best. Yeah, I
1: know. those crazy. Minus I, the IED yeah, explosions and
0: the RPG. Yeah, That's right. Nice. Um, so for me, the yeah. only shout I, I have is for T, T-Money. I think
1: we need to get her on. Hope you're doing all right. Miss you. And thanks. Yeah. Just,
0: yeah. Stay all right, in you there. Take care. Stay strong, T. Thanks,
1: you. Rod. I appreciate the time.
0: All right. As always, everybody, take care of yourself. You're important and you matter. Zot, 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 and roll tide.